0: This episode of the Red Bull Ramp is by the fine patrons that support us through Patreon.com slash Red Bull Ramp. You can support us for the low, low price of $1 a month, and you can get exclusive content, including a monthly wrap-up for the New York Red Bulls. We want to send a special shout-out to our patrons who support us at $5 a month. That is our producer-level reward. Thank you to Jeremiah Dempster, Clayton John, Chris Adamek, and Maeve Dartinez. Now, on to the show. This is the Red Bull Ramp Podcast. If you aren't expecting that language, why even bother listening? Welcome my friends to the show and friends. This is the Red Bull Ram Podcast. I'm your host, Jason I. and this is episode 396, Windy, Wet, and Wild. Uh, Unfortunately, Pat and Truman are too busy today, so this will be me flying solo, so probably a relatively quick episode. Uh, But what was not quick was that game over the past weekend against Chicago. 2-1 win away for the Red Bulls. With an 80 minute weather delay in the middle of that game, uh, due to lightning and a uh, bad storm in the area. <clears throat> Before my thoughts on it, let's get to your tweets. Uh, <clears throat> first, uh, at trmglockland, uh, and don't forget they won, they also won the 2013 supporter shield again. Yes, that is true, they technically won <laughs> it twice. Uh, Steven Santos at creepy taxi, we won. On the road in a tough rain delay of a night. Five road wins in the season. Unbelievable. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, Pierre Delecto at hmm, 096. Who do I build for the sheer amount of whiplash? I just went through watching this beautifully cursed soaker of a match. Yep. Uh, And this one we're going to come back to a little bit later, but. Uh, Jeremiah at RedcoachJ you need a new segment predicting the levels of bananas intensity that will take place in the game on a 5 point scale uh, for this game he had two different tweets about that scale uh, or sorry one tweet about it uh, he'll go as high as 4.5 but believe in the chaos the potential is clearly there so yeah this was definitely a crazy game uh, Red Bulls giving up a relatively soft penalty, although I think it was the right call ultimately, uh, to then get their own goal a minute later called off by an offside. That should never have happened. The 80-minute delay. uh, Fletcher somehow getting away with a second yellow that never happened. Chicago losing two guys to second yellows, and the Red Bulls pulling out the game winner off of a – uh, just a, another penalty kick that had to go too far. It was definitely, uh, definitely a crazy day. Uh, so my dislike, and I'm, it may be weird for me to say this in the middle of a win, but that referee was fucking embarrassing. Yeah, that referee was terrible on Saturday. Uh, the lawn Aaron Long offside call, which was not a clear and obvious error that like he was called onside. Uh, the fact that they even had to go to Var for the Kamala penalty kick. Like it and the fact that they even that even though I think it was right, they did not even go to the monitor for the uh handball on Fletcher, it was just crazy. Crazy, And then the two second yellows for Chicago, the second one I think was rightly deserved. But the first one was borderline, especially since Fletcher had gotten away with his own, uh, you know, committed a foul and got away from without a second yellow early, like, I think 20 minutes earlier. It's, it's just something we harp on. We just want consistent refereeing. This was clearly not consistent. Uh, this referee lost the plot early, never found it, and just game went kind of off the rails after that. <laughs> um, likes. Uh, my like is going to be the fact that we came back. I think I saw seeing Red say this was the first comeback win under Gerhard schuber's. so that's a very good sign. Uh, it was also our fifth road win to start the season, which t- officially ties an MLS record. But from my understanding, this this should supersede the other one because the first one was LA back in 98 and they needed a shootout win at some point during those five games. So from a perspective of... <clears throat> I'm sorry, maybe, yeah, shootout. So from a perspective of who actually won five games in regulation, then clearly ripples would own the record for that. But either way, to come away with three points, especially in that game, is huge. Uh, And let's hope that they can carry that going forward. So uh, predictions, Truman had got this exactly right, unfortunately. Uh, So he is currently sitting with, let me double check, sitting with four points uh, in the standings. I have seven, because I crawled a the win. Patrick called a loss, but he got nothing, uh, so he is uh, currently in third place. Uh, so now, let's quickly talk about the game coming up this weekend uh, at home against Portland on Saturday, May 7th, 7pm Eastern Time. The game will be on MSG and ESPN Plus for those out of the market like myself. Portland's coming in with a two- 5-3 and three record. Good for 11 points. A minus 5 goal difference. Uh, number 10 in the West. Unfortunately, they didn't look up their uh, away form, but seems to not matter with the Red Bulls, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, Truman has predicted a 1-1 draw at home. Pat is sticking with 2-1 loss at this point. I think he's just going to keep going with that reverse jinx until it uh, runs out. And I'm going to be different. I'm going to guarantee that one of us gets a point this week. I'm calling a 2-1 victory for the Red Bulls. I know it's kind of crazy, but I feel like that game against Chicago could be a little bit of a turning point because we proved that playing from behind, we can still generate some offense. Now, Chicago has not been great this, this year, but Actually, I'm sorry. I I take that back. I think they have been decent because I thought that they were actually... Let's see. Let me double-check the standings. Okay, no. Chicago has not been good. I completely screwed that up. Um, But still, to win that kind of a game down a goal, that takes resilience. Uh, Resilience that we may need to see again at home, but it's something the team has proven they have now. And to be able to generate some offense with the, what seemed like the majority of the possession, even though it was still technically less than forty percent of the ball, uh, is a good sign. And we'll see how it goes on Saturday. But I'm here hoping that we we break the home curse this year and get our first win. Uh, so that game will be followed up in midweek by a trip to DC United for Pat's favorite tournament, the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, the Red Bulls are playing in the round of 32. That game is uh, May 10th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on ESPN+. Uh, I don't. I think the draw for the round of 16, if the Red Bulls were to advance, would be on uh, the following Friday, so the 12th. But we'll see if we can even make it past D.C. in the first place. One team who seems to be not making it past anybody is New York Red Bulls 2. <laughs> they lost their last match 2-0 at Detroit City. That puts them at a record of 1-1-6, one, one, and six, which is only good for four points, a negative 10 goal difference, and number 13 in the East. So, yeah, that's a good showing from the development side. Hopefully they can turn that around. Uh, someone, our team who turned their stuff around after the... Challenge Cup is Gotham FC. Uh, they played their first match of the regu- officially of the regular season, and there was a 3-0 win at the Orlando Pride. Uh, so, that puts them right now at 1-0 and uh, 0 record, number two in the NWSL, which obviously one week in is not really much, but at least it is something. Uh, and some news specifically about Gotham FC, uh, it was announced this week that Kevin Durant, uh, is now a minority owner of Gotham FC his uh, venture company purchased a minority stake i'm not sure exactly how much but uh it's always good to see new money coming into a league like the NWSL hopefully that means good things for Gotham FC and hopefully their performance this past weekend will carry through next weekend uh when they take or sorry this coming weekend on Saturday, May 7th at 10 p.m. Eastern time when they take on this, the newly formed San Diego Wave. All right, so that's it. And now it's time for what's going to be the last segment of the show since Truman and Pat were not here. It is time for the Dump the Ground. I'm the trash man. <clears throat> All right, so only one piece of news I think that's worth talking about. Um, the Seattle Sounders have become the first team in MLS history to win the CONCACAF champions league. Uh, they won their two leg series, a aggregate five, two scoreline over Pumas uh, with their sec hosting the second leg and a rec CCO record 68,000 fans in attendance. Uh, they literally the whole stadium was filled up. It was kind of cool. Uh, Marshawn Lynch was doing some great promo work for them <laughs> leading up to the match. If you haven't seen his videos, go you should look them up <clears throat> because if they're they're funny. All right. So, like I said, a short, very short episode since I'm the only one talking. Uh, so, we am going to wrap this one up. You can visit us at patreon.com slash Red Bull Rant if you want to Email us redbullrant at gmail.com. If you want to call us, 973-348-5329 is the voicemail number. Facebook.com slash Red Rant on Twitter at Red Bull Rant for the show at Dr. Stooge, myself at the Truman for Truman. You can subscribe to yourself via iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube Music, YouTube, SoundCloud, Spotify, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast. Uh, no last thoughts so uh, for myself this has been episode 396 of the Red Bull Rant thank you guys for tuning in and as always go Red Bulls